0: Welcome to the Mommy Sober Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Berkeley Boren. Inspired by my own journey from mommy wine culture to mommy sober culture, I want to explore our personal and cultural relationships with alcohol and sobriety. We'll look at not only the role that alcohol plays in our lives, but also self-care, wellness and spirituality, motherhood and sisterhood. I hope that through this podcast, you realize that you are not alone in this journey. And I hope we have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Mommy Sober Culture. This is Berkeley. I'm the host. This podcast obviously is about sober culture. I chose the name Mommy Sober Culture kind of as a play on words to the all too familiar mommy wine culture. I feel like a lot of us know what mommy wine culture is. I certainly was a big part of mommy wine culture up until this last year. So in this podcast, I just hope to explore the different parts of that, explore where that fits into our lives or doesn't fit into our lives, how the narrative around wine and alcohol has shaped a lot of, a lot of our lives, including motherhood, vacations, daily life, and some spirituality. I feel like since I have become sober, my spirituality has changed a lot. And I would like to talk about that too in this podcast in upcoming episodes. In this first episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Berkeley. I am a wife and a mother. I've been married for 18 years, almost 18 years. We have two wonderful daughters who are both in middle school. And um, I'm a nurse, and we are navigating all of that. I'm doing it all sober. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I quit drinking New Year's Eve. Of 2021. So it has been about nine months since I quit drinking. I say sober or alcohol free. I'll use those interchangeably. I usually say that I'm alcohol free. Sober. Some people say sober. I am also sober, I guess. I don't do any drugs. I never have. But some people use sober to encompass all of that stuff. And I just generally say alcohol free. My journey with alcohol, I would not consider myself an alcoholic. I don't consider myself an alcoholic now, nor do I consider myself an alcoholic when I was drinking. I especially don't say I'm an alcoholic now because I don't drink. So I feel like it would be weird to say I'm an alcoholic because I don't drink alcohol. A little caveat to this, if saying that you're an alcoholic or using those words is helpful for you, I think, great. Everybody has their own journey. And I think sometimes people get stuck on the wording or what's right or what's wrong. And personally, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to go about your life's journey. If you feel like saying you are an alcoholic or you were an alcoholic, that's great. If you feel like saying um, you are sober or you're alcohol free or you're sober curious, all of those, whatever works for you. I think works. If it works for you, it works. I personally just don't identify with the term alcoholic. Do I think that I was addicted to alcohol? Yeah, I do think I was addicted to alcohol. I think that alcohol is an addictive substance. Most people that I know I would say are addicted to alcohol in some way. People that drink alcohol. Most people that I know that drink regularly drink more than they did not you know, years ago, it just progressively gets more and more and more, which is a hallmark of an addictive substance. I'll start when I was young, I started drinking at the same time, a lot of people started drinking, you know, in high school, I drank some and then in college, I drank more. When we started our family, I drank less just because I had little kids or nursing or different things like that. Um, As our kids became more and more independent, I would say I start to drink more Drinking was never something in my life that really impaired my life. I wasn't a person that would get up in the morning shaking and had to have a drink. I wasn't a person who missed work or missed any functions from drinking. Nobody in my life, I don't think, would categorize drinking as a problem for me. I would say that people did see me as a drinker, and I started to notice this uh, the last couple of years before I stopped drinking a lot. In 2020, there was a lot of uh, memes and gifs out there about drinking all day and different things when we were all on lockdown during COVID, and I noticed a lot of people tagging me on Facebook in those kinds of things, and I would laugh. They were funny things, and nobody meant any harm, but a little part of me deep down inside thought, is that how people see you? Do people see you as a drinker, Do I, is, and is that how I want people to see me? I want to be seen as a fun person. I like to be the life of the party, but does that have to go hand in hand with drinking? And those are just the little conversations that started in my own mind years before I quit drinking. And then in the, in the two years leading up after those little conversations starting, started in my mind, I started to quit off and on. I, I didn't have a stop drinking story where I just stopped drinking one day and never drink again. Mine was more of a stutter stop. Uh, I, like I said, I have been alcohol free for almost nine and a half months, and I really don't ever plan on drinking again, just because now my life is so much better and richer and fuller without it that I don't want to drink. But when I first stopped drinking, it was a stutter stop. I stopped several times. Um, I would stop for a week and be really proud of myself. I would stop for a month or two months. And be really proud of myself. And then I would start again. I would think, well, I can have one or two. And then it would just become more and more and more. The reason that I say I was addicted to alcohol is because I found myself saying things like, well, I could lose weight better if I could just only drink on the weekends. Or I don't want to drink tonight. I'm not going to drink tonight. And then I would find myself drinking. Or I'm only going to drink on the weekends from now on. And then Tuesday night would roll around and I would find myself drinking. So yes, there was an addictive element there and a coping mechanism element. I feel like I used, and a lot of moms use, alcohol as kind of a self-care, right? Like we can't get away. We can't just... Go after school. We pick up the kids, we come home, or we come home from work, and the kids are home. We do homework, we do dish, we do dinner, we do dishes, we do baths, we do bedtime. All of those things you can't just piece out and go to the spa every night. But what you can do is piece out while you're cooking dinner with a glass of wine, or two, or three, or four glasses of wine. You can extract yourself emotionally from your life or dole down yourself emotionally from your life while you're still in your life. And it feels a little bit like self-care. And also it's marketed a lot like self-care to moms and that's no accident. It's marketed like self-care to us, like you deserve it, or take this for yourself, or take a break, or do this for yourself, when actually it's hurting ourselves, not helping ourselves. When I would have my stutter stops, I struggled to know in those times what to do when I was overwhelmed by life, by all of the things that I had to get done on a Tuesday night before the volleyball game, or before that football game. And I also had to clean the house and we still had homework and it was, and my husband is great and he's very helpful, but he works full time also. And so the bulk of that stuff is generally on me because I don't work full time, which is how we've crafted our lives. But when I wasn't drinking, I didn't know. I found that I didn't know how to de-stress myself naturally from that stuff. And so I would start drinking again. But then I started noticing something else at the time. My husband started working a lot of evenings, so he would work till 10 or 11 and I would self care myself into some tequila because I, you know, for weight purposes, quit drinking wine. So tequila was the obvious next choice. And I would drink some tequila and think that it made me a better mom, a cooler mom, a more chill person or chill mom. But I started looking at myself objectively and realizing it wasn't doing that. It was, in fact, making me shorter with my children because I was tired. It was making me less able to get stuff done around the house because it just made me sleepy or just want to sit on the couch and do nothing and not have anybody bother me. It had started to take a turn, and I started to see myself and realize this isn't helping me or my family. And that was kind of the final straw for me when I realized I've been wanting to stop and have been unable to, even though it wasn't something that was taking over my life or ruining my life. Like everybody thinks. And I thought, well, I don't want to have a rock bottom, obviously. And it's making me worse at this, not better at this. It's making me worse at this mom thing, at this life thing, at this wife thing, not better. So what am I doing? And that's when I just decided, this is it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And I spent my, probably my first New Year's Eve completely sober with not a single drink. Well, except when I was pregnant and it was lovely. And I woke up the next day and didn't have a hangover. I didn't have any anxiety. I didn't have any guilt. I didn't have to wonder about how many calories did I drink last night. And since then, I've done a lot of stuff sober that I never would have considered. And now that I've been sober for nine months, it's kind of made me see from an objective standpoint, really how much I thought about alcohol, how much alcohol was a part of my life that I didn't realize when I was even in it. And even when I was in it, looking at myself thinking, I want out of this, I didn't realize how much I was in it. Things like going to football games. Well, you got to make yourself a drink before. Uh, I thought about alcohol, vacations, date night, Christmas, holidays, all of those things. Fourth of July. Anytime you're happy, oh, you need alcohol. Anytime you're sad, you need alcohol. If You're stressed, alcohol. Celebrating, alcohol. Relaxing, alcohol. Why is that? Why is it that we want alcohol for every different emotion? Well, it's been marketed to us that way for one. And for two, we're so used to dulling any of our emotions that we start to need to dull all of our emotions, good or bad. So when I stepped back from it, I really realized how much I was thinking about it and how much it controlled what I did. Since then, I have done Holidays Sober. I went on a vacation sober. Y'all, I went on a seven day cruise with an unlimited drink package and did not drink. And I didn't want to. That's the thing. Before I got, before I became sober or alcohol free, when I was stutter stopping and I would read some books about sober curious or this naked mind, all of those things, which all were great and very, very helpful. But when I was doing it, I almost had this sadness that accompanied a thought of an alcohol-free life. Some of you may feel this way if you're sober curious or if you're newly alcohol-free or you're thinking about it. There's almost a sadness around thinking about doing life without alcohol because it's been so much a part of our life. And because I think a lot of the culture around alcoholism or AA is like, I'm an alcoholic, And I have to live with this for the rest of my life, wanting it and not being able to have it. And so when I thought about being alcohol free before became alcohol free, it just kind of had a cloud of sadness around it. Like, is that going to be my life? Am I just always going to be wanting something and not being able to have it? Is everything going to be tainted by the presence of alcohol's absence? And how sad that I've let myself get to that point. And I thought to myself, I wish I was some, I wish I never drank. I wish I was somebody who never drank and never even wanted it. But I'm here to tell you that while in the beginning, I did think about it a lot. I thought about it. There were days where I had to talk myself out of having a drink for the first couple of months. I thought about it quite a bit and craved it quite a bit, but that went away and through also a spiritual journey that I've been having through meditation, through observation of myself and my world. I have been able to live my life fuller. I don't think about it anymore. I would have to talk myself into drinking at this point. I don't think about it really hardly ever. Every once in a while, if we're cooking out or if we're doing I don't know. Just doing something. It, it'll cross my mind. I'll think, oh yeah, it would be kind of nice to have a drink right now. Then I grab a Topo Chico and I'm good. And I don't think about it anymore. It's not a hardcore craving. It's not like, oh, it's just a little passing thought. And I really do feel like my life is so much fuller without it. When we went on our cruise, I gave myself permission. I thought to myself, if you have a drink, it's not going to ruin your whole cruise. You are not, I'm not someone who is going to, have one drink and ruin their whole life. That's just not how I felt. So I gave myself permission. If you want to drink, you're okay. Everything is fine. And nobody was even going to be mad at me if I had a drink or notice. But when we were on our cruise, I really just thought, I mean, I could have a drink right now, but then I would just want a nap. Then I'd just be tired. Then I would just be hungover tomorrow if I had more than one. So it wasn't that I had to talk myself out of it. I would have maybe one or two passing thoughts. And then I moved on and I genuinely didn't want to drink. So I hope that encourages somebody to know that the wanting passes and it does not have to be your whole life. And honestly, now I'm kind of proud. It feels like a superpower that I have almost when I go out with people and everybody's drinking and people talk about how, Maybe they wish they could drink less or they can't lose weight because of the drinking or, and then everybody says, oh, but I can't imagine not drinking. Oh my gosh. That seems like it would suck to me, but I feel very proud and I almost feel like it's a superpower because I just say, no, I don't drink. I don't want to drink. Thanks though. I'll have a club soda and lime or a alcohol free margarita, which by the way is not worth it because they still charge you almost full price and it's still all the sugar. I learned that the hard way, but I digress. So I just want to encourage you that it can be great. And I'm not even in the scheme of things that far out of it. Some people who say, oh, I've been alcohol free for this long and it's fine now, you know, that there's so many years in, I'm not even a year in. And I will tell you that Alcohol is so much less a part of my life and a part of my thought process. It doesn't bother me at all to be around people that are drinking. It doesn't bother me at all when people have a couple drinks or a lot of drinks. In my presence, my husband still drinks. I recently went on a girl's trip and the girl that I was with drank and it didn't bother me at all. And I don't make it a big deal and it doesn't bother the people that I'm with either that I'm not drinking. And I am just as fun, dare I say, more fun, I think, at parties and different things now that I'm not drinking. It is interesting to me to go to parties where everybody's drinking, especially when you very first become alcohol free, when you're standing there and everybody's at the beginning of the party drinking and you have a little twinge of "Mm, that. I could maybe use a drink or basically something up. And then about 45 minutes to an hour in is when I really start to be like, pretty glad I'm not drinking. Everybody starts to get a little slurry. Everybody starts to get a little bleary eyed. Everybody starts to act a little foolish. And I just think, I'm glad that's not me. And I can laugh at them and it doesn't bother me, but I'm just glad it's not me. Just glad I'm not in that. I'm so thankful that I'm not. And, and I don't put it on anybody else. If somebody else wants to drink, that's fine. That's perfectly okay for them. But for me, I just feel like I'm a better human. I'm a better me. I'm a more present me. I'm a more present mom, a more present wife without the alcohol. So there's kind of my story in a windy, eroded nutshell, I guess. I don't know how many tangents I went off on, on that. Um, In upcoming episodes, I kind of plan to talk about different things that alcohol does to your body. There is a lot of information about there, about just the facts, the facts of what alcohol does to your body. And I think that the more we can be armed with facts, the better off we are. I'm going to talk about my sober vacation and just how that went. And the different feelings that I had during it and after it and how it affected my children and my husband. Because it's something that I'm very proud of and that I really never thought that I would be able to do. I'm going to just talk about different ways mommy wine culture is pushed on us and how alcohol in general has been pushed on us by no accident for years and years, so it's no wonder that we think that we need to have an alcoholic drink for every moment and every feeling in our lives. And hopefully we'll get into some spirituality and meditation and different things like that. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. My email is manifestingmama at yahoo.com. And thanks for tuning in.